Hello there, ghosts and ghoulies. I'm here to talk to you about one of our lovely sponsors on the Four-Eyed Radio Network, Revenge Lover. Stand out from the crowd. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Mention you heard it on the Four Eye Radio Network to receive 10% off your order. <laughs> now enjoy the rest of the program. <laughs> Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. I am Steve-O. And I'm uh, Jenna Jameson. I don't know. Again? Okay. That's a uh, Frankie star. Munoz. You did that one. Uh, uh, we made a whole episode about it. Why don't you just do Russell uh, Crowe because you're on the news this week. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm go. Russell Crowe. Right. around the world. Uh, to listen to the show, you go to foreverradio.com or Facebook or Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Soul Radio, Player FM, Google Play Music, Google Podcast App, Spotify, and Podchaser. And don't forget, if you want to help out the show, you go to foreverradio.com, click on that Amazon banner, shop like you normally do. And if you are actually subscribed to the show on iTunes or any one of those uh, places where you can listen, uh, feel free to give us a review, give us a star, give us a written thing, do what you can. Um, and also, if you're looking to follow us on Facebook or let other people know about us, go to facebook.com backslash notanotherbhorrorcast. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at bhorrorcast. And don't forget to write us an email if you want to tell us about some weird stuff that's happened to you or ghost sightings or just cool, interesting things in the supernatural world or alien world that you would like us to know about. Uh, you can go to uh, notanotherbhorrorcast at gmail.com. Uh, now with all that out of the way, um, <clears throat> I was trying to think of uh, where we go. But yeah, we are back uh, all new week. Uh, no movie this week because um, we had plans uh, for tomorrow. So technically we're recording this earlier this week. So if there's any bunch of stuff that comes out that we don't know about, uh, we won't know about about it i guess um, you'll have to wait until next week to hear our opinion on it yeah i guess or something mm. <clears throat> excuse me i'm just trying to take a little breather before we start the show but nope i always have to be busy 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 um but uh i guess we'll wow um do you want to just do weeks so you can- yeah i'm just i just kind of lost all my steam so i feel sorry for everybody with this episode um <laughs> But yeah, I guess we'll catch up on this week. We just got some uh, news this week and uh, whatnot. So, uh, Russell, uh, I guess, how was your week? Um, it was pretty good. Um, nothing too dramatic or anything. I was able to uh, finish up my first paper and uh, got the equivalent of an A on it. So that was pretty awesome. Now I just have to start on my next paper, which I have not started on. And, and when is it due? Uh, I think I set it for a week and a half out from tomorrow. Mm. So I was trying to do like every, uh, trying to like pace it out to a week and a half 
um, increments for each paper, but I'm trying to get it done ahead of time. So then if I have to do corrections, then I can take care of it and get a little bit of a ahead, little bit ahead on the paper that I need to write, write next. Um, but you people don't care. <laughs> no, uh, hopefully. I mean, if they're still listening, they obviously care yeah, about some true. stuff. I mean, you finally got everything sorted, though. Your schooling, your um, first paper and everything like that. And, yeah, uh, it's still slightly stressful, but less stressful than I thought it or the, Less stressful than it was initially. I don't know what it was, but just like getting everything underway was just like obnoxiously overwhelming. And But now that everything's underway, I'm a little more relaxed, a little more happy with where things are going so well that is good um trying to think of anything else uh uh i know we're doing it a little bit early because we have a birthday party to go to so happy birthday amanda if you listen to this probably not no one listens to this show we have one dedicated (laughs) listener and they're literally off the grid yeah so they can't even contact us with anything else yeah um which is rather tragic um what about you how was your week Apparently boring. I can't really think of anything that was exciting that happened. Um, oh, watch the most recent Game of Thrones episode. That was good and bad. Yeah. No, um, not, not, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I think we might do a bonus sass next Sunday. Hmm. It might not be live, but I'll double check with uh, Matthew on that one. But I think we're going to try to record a show after the final episode of uh, Game of Thrones. And actually probably talk about this season and everything leading up to this season and it's really interesting though because it seems that even i know this is totally not horror related news but it seems that um what's it called even the actors aren't really too happy with this season at all yeah so, i heard that, that uh lena hetty was not thrilled entirely thrilled with the last episode that uh just aired so um but yeah no spoilers but yeah, if you're watching say, Game of Thrones, you probably have already seen the show. So like I said, we're probably going to do like a bonus pod uh, right after the um, final episode and talk about this season. So that will be definitely a spoiler filled episode. But I feel like if you're someone who watches Game of Thrones, you're probably already caught up. You've already watched it. Um, if you haven't caught up, uh, then don't listen to Well, money probably listeners even listen to that podcast. So I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we'll definitely talk more on that. Yeah, it's been a very, I'll just say it's been a very interesting season and I'm yeah. it's, uh, like, we'll dive in more with that. Uh, but speaking of things that are, did release last week, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it, hmm. um, because it released the day of the podcast and we record on a Wednesday, um, as most people probably know. Oh, yeah. Um, but, uh, there was a trailer that dropped and I don't think you've seen it still. Nope, unfortunately. So, but uh, so to eat up some time, all of you people are going to have to deal with the um, the It Chapter 2 trailer. Um, yeah, so that dropped. So I'm going to play it. If you want to come over here and watch it with your headphones still on so oh, you can actually see the trailer and then we'll, we can discuss it. Because I've only actually seen it. Surprisingly, I've only watched it once, which is weird because on the first movie, I kind of really followed it. And I think this one, I kind of want to leave it a little bit more in the dark. Um, they give you a pretty big lengthy scene um, with uh, Beverly, 
Well, I will say, I think the reason why you and I were following it so closely the first time around was to see like how good it was actually going to be. So now that we know that they did a really good job on the first one, I think it's more of like, I don't really want to spoil well, stuff as much because I already trust yeah, them. Yeah, I, I, I do trust them, but it's it's not so much as that. It's like, I do agree with uh, friends of the show, uh, Sarah Matthew Stubb, where mm-hmm. a lot of the scares they showed you in the film were pretty much in the trailer. Yeah, so true. I do like how they kind of gave you a little bit of an extended scene. With this one, and then they gave you, like, just a bunch of, like, you'll see the trailer, obviously, but they'll see you a bunch of, like, clips, you know, boom, 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 kind of building up, and then just, you know, the title and everything like that. So I kind of like that a little bit more, and I might actually try to not see, it's going to be difficult, especially if I go to the theaters, and I'm seeing a horror movie, because they'll probably show you the other trailers that are going to be dropping, so... Uh, I might just try to keep myself away from a lot of the trailers. And then if I see a new one at the movie theaters, I really can't, you know, yeah. I could, just guess go to the bathroom or something. Go, well, I guess, I don't know, <laughs> but we'll see what happens. But anyways, here's, uh, it chapter two. Yes. I used to live here. Won't you come in? It's the least I can do. Is it like you remember? Cleaner. Well, you feel free to look around while I get the water boiling. Your hair is a turbine. January hours. My heart burns that There you go. Thank you. Now some music. I do apologize. It gets so very hot here this time of year. It's fine. Well, you feel like you could just about die. (laughs) But you know what they say about Derry? Hmm. No one who dies here ever really dies. But tell me, how is it being back in Derry? It's good. Strange. Strange? Oh, my. I had some cookies in the oven before you came. Stay right there. I shouldn't impose. I'm going to... No, 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 no. I insist. Your photos are lovely. Miss Kirsch, are these your family? My father came to this country with $14 in his pocket. What did he do, Mrs. Kirsch? My father joined the circus. was always daddy's little girl. What about you? Are you still his little girl, Beverly? Are you? This me and the Losers Club has officially begun. We can do this, but we have to stick together. Hello. <laughs> so yeah, I really enjoy how they uh, put that one together, that trailer, because now it kind of gives you all these kind of clips of everything that, but that just that long scene yeah. is like, holy crap, and just like being able to see it, but like barely, and just like this, 
like how it went across the screen the first time, and then you're like, yeah. oh my god. Ugh. So, uh, so yeah, it definitely gives me goosebumps. I'm super pumped about this, and I can't wait. Uh, I mean, the biggest thing with it is, do we get the giant spider again? Uh, and they do it right, uh, right. And I'm curious if they're going to do it kind of like how they did it in the first movie. Spoilers if you haven't seen the first uh, remake of the It uh, Chapter One, uh, where like you know how he had like the appendages come out when he was trying mm-hmm. to like kill the kids, but he was still like in a clown kind of form. So I'm very curious if they're just going to. I say just go for it and just fucking make a CGI spider with his fucking like a giant of his head on it, kind of like what they did in the garage thing. You know when it, and then his mouth opens and you can see like yeah. the lights and stuff. I'm all like, I just say fucking go for it because Pennywise is just fucking creepy as fuck. See, whenever I heard about the first It movie for the longest time, whenever people said that oh he was a clown that turned into a giant spider, I envisioned like. A massive like spider clown not just like a it's just a giant spider yeah so, so i thought like that's why i was like so kind of nervous to see it and i envisioned like his head on like a spider's body which is way creepier than yeah if you, you think about it if you, if you were able to put tim curry's head on a giant fucking spider that would have been fucking terrifying kind yeah. of thing um, but yeah, I mean, the movie, the trailer looks good. It looks just as bad as creepy as the first one. And it's crazier because it's supposed to be even more gory because you could probably get away with a lot more with adults than you could with having the kids, quote unquote, in danger, yeah. which is kind of stupid to say, because technically in the very first it movie, I mean, very beginning, Georgie gets his arm fucking bit off, like in the book that actually was the the original thing. So it was however, actually, yeah, like, however, like if you think about it, though, like, they probably were pulling back a bit on oh, the first yeah. one just to see how it was received. Well, yeah, they, like, they, right, this was a this was a stops. property they did not know how it was going to go over because they yeah. saw the you know made for TV movie which was aired on ABC, which is now owned by Disney. So you got to be all like, so I mean, like Tim Curry's amazing in that movie. Like whether you want to, and the kids do a very good job in in the first part of it. It's just that second part just kind of falls apart. And I think this one, they're being smart about it, where they're actually going back and forth, where they're yeah. going to do th- everything that's going on now. But they do have another thing that they didn't put in the first It movie that's part of the book that they're going to incorporate in this part of the movie. So it'll be like, probably like, hey, remember that time such and such happened? They will go back to a certain thing. So I think that's a very smart idea to do it, because then you also now realize these kids have set the stage for the adults. And the adults really have to bring it now because they had to figure out their mannerisms you know, be like them and then be adult version of them. Because like, honestly, the, that, that remake of the it movie, don't get me wrong. Uh, Sarsgaard does a fantastic job as Pennywise, but those kids fucking carry that movie. Yeah. And they did a phenomenal job. Well, of it. yeah. Like all, everyone in that movie did an incredible job. And it's like, it's like completely, you're right. Like completely opposite as from the made for TV movie, like Penny or like, uh, uh, Tim Curry had to carry a lot of the, both parts one and two, like the kids were still good in part one, but Tim Curry was carrying a lot of it. And the, like in the remake, like Bill Skarsgård, like didn't have to, like he did an incredible yeah, he did an amazing job, job, but he, did but he didn't have, have to carry, carry that anything. movie. Like yeah. the kids pretty much carried it and you went along with those yeah, like kids. Every thing, character so. like pulled their own weight. And that's why I'm actually kind of pretty confident in who they picked for, to play the adult versions. Cause you have yeah, you James had McAvoy, McAvoy, you uh, have, what's his name? The comedian, uh, Dan. Oh no. Um, Bill Hader. Yeah. Bill Hader. Hater, like everyone that I've seen that they've picked, like I'm confident that they'll be able to like really actually portray like, okay, this is how those kids would act now that they're grown up. And yeah, and it's just interesting to see like another thing that's just uh, you know like they're you know you're looking at it they're adults but they're still fucking scared of this fucking thing because mm-hmm. it's all like they know 
what it is and in their heads they're like we killed it but i think it goes to the thing where um sorry i just had a thought like i totally just realized like if you hadn't picked bill skarsgård for pennywise you probably could have gotten just as good of a performance out of uh james mcavoy Mm. he would have been a really good pennywise he would have been a really good pennywise sorry go ahead no i was just saying like it's uh it's just an interesting thing with this book and it's good because a lot of after this movie a lot of stephen king's stuff got is, bought up again yeah. and they're trying to do it so like i enjoyed uh pet cemetery it's whatever i don't know what other people thought of it um i enjoyed it i thought it was great i mean the first movie is just fucking the first half of that movie fucking terrifying but then it just like it just honestly there's off. a you can make a drinking game of how many times the dad just falls down out of nowhere like it's not <laughs> like he tripped on anything and there's another part where he falls down and then the child just falls down with him for no reason like because like oh we can play yeah like kind of like some weird fucking thing so it's just you know so and then <laughs> i've heard like the stand is being uh remade uh they also got uh hbo picked up another one of his uh books and it's a mini series and the trailer just dropped actually today um, and I actually just saw that they're doing the the written sequel to The Shining. They're going to be making a movie of that. So and that will be interesting, too, because to me, it's like I don't want it's like as much as I don't think we need another version of The Shining. But now I'm like after seeing these movies, like we could get the actual version of The Shining that we want. Yeah. Like, well, I know that this I can't remember. Like the Jack Nichols one is fantastic. Like yeah. he is great. And then they did a made for like TV one. And I forget who was in that. I think it's actually one of the dads from or I don't know if it was the one of the guys from Wings, I think was in <laughs> it. So it's just like, what the fuck? But Jack Nicholson in that movie is just fucking. Uh, well, yeah, this one, I don't think that they're going to be messing with the original movie. I think that's literally just a sequel. And I can't remember who they picked to play like the adult Danny. But basically, like he from what I read, like he. The new book or the like the the sequel is essentially he's an alcoholic because he's trying to suppress like his All that shit, powers yeah. that he's got. And once he decides to start trying to become sober like he starts getting all that again and then he meets someone else who has the same abilities he has. Mm. So I was like, that actually sounds pretty interesting. Yeah, it'll be very interesting to see. But with all the remakes and revamps and all this kind of stuff, there's actually, uh, you found this story um, because we talked about it last week. They're actually doing a reboot of uh, Hellraiser. Yes. Uh, Give me one second. I can't remember where I put it. (laughs) You probably put it under Ah. the show notes that says... Hellraiser, yes. So, um... Since we talked about Hellraiser last week, I figured this would actually kind of fit in with what we were talking about. Looks like they're actually making a Hellraiser uh, tin lunchbox of the the puzzle box, and it looks badass. Uh, it's nineteen ninety nine. You can pre order one today through Big Bad Toy Store, and it's expected to ship in August of two thousand nineteen. Um, I just saw it. I was like, that's actually really freaking cool looking. So, and it's like kind of a callback to like the lunch boxes that like people used to take to work and all that kind of stuff and you actually have a couple lunch boxes like you have a yeah i mean they're one. they're actually a really cool like collector's thing and actually mm-hmm. my ghostbuster one has been housing like a lot of my um vaping stuff that i just put in there it's easy to find and whatnot oh that was it so yeah in hbo 2020 uh preview includes the first look at stephen king's ad- adaptation of the outsiders that was mm. the, the one so we'll be getting that and then sweet but uh yeah so yeah it's a really cool kind of merchandise thing if you're actually looking to buy this it's about 19.99 minus probably the shipping and handling depending on where you're getting it and it looks like it's uh the company is emce toys uh just unveiled this awesome creation uh it's about eight by eight by eight uh uh 
with prop accurate detail down to the wood grain. So that's really cool. They actually yeah, do it a looks close really up on good. it. it looks yeah, amazing. it looks really amazing. So um, definitely check that out. Uh, I can post this in the. Uh, I'll probably actually since I have a day to actually post everything. I probably before I delete all the show notes, I'll just go ahead and post it to the Facebook page. So oh, this perfect. hopefully, if you're listening to it, is on the Facebook page. But I wanted to jump into that one because I feel like uh, the one movie, you f- the one show notes you found also ties in with the last show notes so okay. we'll talk about that um probably towards the end but i'm actually really curious about this so there's a russell crowe is going to be in a movie unhinged yes so russell crowe is going to be oh, i love the title uh, dude, literally I, totally, says, to, I totally forgot to do the sound drops i'm starting to believe no one even cares you know what fuck it oh shit hang on a second we're doing the sound drops damn it we'll do it live <laughs> yeah it's time for so everything you just heard pretend you're hearing it now anyways (laughs) so um i really like the title of this because it literally says russell crowe becomes quote-unquote unhinged in road rage thriller which the name of the movie's unhinged so haha joke Mm. um but academy award winner Russell Crowe will star in Unhinged, a psychological thriller directed by Derek Bordy, who, Bordy? Borday? Borday, Borday. I think. Uh, uh, who directed American Dreamer, written by Carl Ellsworth, who did Disturbia so and that, Red Eye. So that's interesting. So Disturbia. So mm-hmm. um, I've never seen Red Eye, but uh, that's got the guy who played the Scarecrow. Yes, in, and uh, it's actually really good. Okay, so I've before. never seen it. But Disturbia, surprisingly, like I think I rented that like on a whim. Like, oh, okay, I'll give it a shot or whatnot. I actually really enjoyed that oh, movie. Yeah, I, I, know it, that I know it's pretty much a retelling of pretty much the um, – uh, rear window, re- yeah, rear window with uh, Jimmy Stewart and the uh, based off of the Hitchcock thing. But Disturbia did a fantastic job of like making that uh, updated, yeah, and but not really taking it away from the actual. Like it's it, it's like updated, but it also goes its own way, but doesn't kind of destroy everything from the original, which I thought was really really what? cool. So yeah, actually, you know what? We should probably do a Disturbia watch and also red eye yeah because uh, i've never seen red eye for for the horror movie or whatnot but yeah when i saw that i was like okay like i was already interested because i'm like okay russell crowe like again last thing i saw russell crowe in was which sucks because i still got to see i was at the good guys with uh russell crowe and um oh fuck what's his name what's his name is it uh oh, god damn it i can see his face ryan goslin Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's like I a black, about and that. I think that's by uh, I think that's by Shane Black, uh, which another one of his great films that he did as well was uh, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang with Robert Downey Jr. And that's just like I just that's a fucking I'm surprised I do not I think I've talked about this before I do not own that film I've seen it I remember watching it because I think I was seeing a girl at the time and she's like oh we'll just put something on and then you know I'll, we'll go to bed or whatnot and I ended up staying up watching that <laughs> fucking movie like she was like come on I'm like no this is important I don't You're care like, about, I, I was literally like I do not. I was like, we are not going to last, so whatever. Who cares about sex right now? Like, this is fucking good. <laughs> like, that's how good I feel like, that put movie Put your underwear on. It's annoying. Yeah, fuck off. Like, <laughs> um, So, yeah, I'm really curious about this now. So um, Yeah, so it says, Unhinged takes an ordinary, everyday incident to its most terrifying conclusion in telling the story of a mother who leans on her horn at the wrong time to the wrong guy, played by Crow. Um, it looks like it will go... Uh, Solstice is targeting a third quarter U- uh, 2020 wide, really? US wide theater- theatrical release. Man, that was 
really hard to Very get. Very cool because I'm actually interested because we don't really see, or at least I haven't seen in a while. I haven't seen a thriller in a while. I've seen a lot of horror movies. I've seen a lot of supernatural horror movies. We've seen a lot of the slasher horror movies, but it hasn't been anything lately. And I could be yeah. completely wrong. I could have missed, but it actually has like a thriller aspect to it. And this reminds where, me where like you already know who the killer is. You're just like, where the fuck is this movie gonna go? Like kind of thing. Yeah. The honestly, the concept of this reminds me a bit of the Hitcher, which I haven't seen the original, but I have seen like the remake one that they had with Sean Bean. Did he die? Um, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> he dies in everything. Yeah, I know. He's Sean, even if I say spoilers, you're still gonna know it's Sean. Okay. Bean first off, I would dies. have to say that that movie, uh, the Hitcher remake, probably came out like a long fucking time ago. So if you haven't seen it by now and yeah. you don't know that Sean Bean dies in, I would say ninety ninety eight percent of his films. Two of the films that he was in that you expected him to die, he survived. I was like, well, that's kind of fucked up. And what was really, the other movie? Well, the two ones were both Silent Hills. Oh, okay. He fucking survived both of them. And I was oh. all like, what the fuck? Because I was all like, oh, Sean. He shows up on screen as the dad. I'm like, oh, he's dead. I know. I did the exact same thing. And then he fucking lived. I was like, okay. And then the second one, he's like, I think he's in the town or it's the daughter. I can't remember. I got to see that one again. But again, two. And this is what I thought was so weird. Um, a lot of people were praising, oh, that's what we did this week. I totally forgot. Go and tra- backtrack. Yeah, this is what you guys know about the show. We always fuck <laughs> up. Uh, Detective Pikachu, we, we saw yeah, that. I thought you were going to talk about that. I totally spaced on it. Oh, um, I didn't even talk about it on Socially Awkward, and I don't think I even talked about it on Life is well, Shit. we're going to talk about it here, even though well, it's not horror. It's not horror, so but, um, fun movie, great movie, but it's, everyone's going, oh, Hollywood finally got a video game movie right, but I kind of look back and go, Silent Hill was pretty, like, accurate to the game. I don't know about the second one yeah uh, but the first one was kind of dead on i mean they did their own like they switched up a couple things but let's i'm gonna be honest with everybody if there's a remake of a game that needs to be remade it's fucking the first silent hill like if i could find a playstation 2 and that copy because i've never really fully played that game i remember playing a demo and seeing a demo no joke patrick and i watched the very first demo of this game before it even came out it was just like a movie demo or whatnot and after it ended, we were speechless. We had no words of describing, like, oh, that's fucking cool, or oh, that's fucking horrible. Like, we were just, like, looking at each other, like, uh, I have no words to describe this right now. And that's <laughs> how, like, that's one of those games that I wish I would have bought and played. Um, but that is a game, definitely. That If all the remakes of video games that are coming out, give me fucking that. Um, that would be amazing. But, yeah, so it's always weird when they say, like, uh, video game movies. Yeah, and guess what? 98% of them... Actually, we should Suck. watch. We should watch. Oh, Silent we should totally Hill watch for... both the Silent Hills. That would be yeah. Because I've seen the first one, but it's definitely due for a rewatch. For definitely me. due for a rewatch. Um, but yeah, again, he does not die in those, and you're like, yeah. what? And, and, like, what and it's like a horror film. The only you're... other movie that he does not die in is National Treasure, yeah. and he gets arrested at the end. So it's pretty much like dying, except for like it's technically no, it's not. It's sort of the the Disney version. No, it's of not. Dying, it's not the Disney version of dying. Everyone for bad always, guys. No, no, no. Everyone always says the Disney version of dying, but Disney will kill a father, they will kill a mother, and they will kill the bad guys. Scar That's and the true. original Lion yeah. King, boom, dead. Uh, Wicked Witch, boom, dead. Uh, fucking, yeah, the witch from Snow White. They fucking oh. shoved her ass off a goddamn yeah, cliff. They were like, fuck you, bitch. Uh, Gaston hangs himself in Beauty and the Beast. Sleeping Beauty. Sleeping Beauty. Fucking Maleficent gets stabbed right in the heart with a fucking sword. I mean, granted, she's a dragon, and they didn't show her, like, go like, oh, fuck. Um, actually, speaking, yeah. that's a good... <laughs> like in the Disney shit, just, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, my only weakness, sharp blades. Um... <laughs> that actually actually drops me to this. So this is actually interesting. So I've never seen the first one, but apparently they're doing a sequel of the Maleficent movie. 
Yeah, I heard about I that. I just I saw gonna, like a little yeah. bit of the trailer, and I was like, since we brought up Maleficent, I figured talk yeah, about it. It's coming at, out in Halloween. Oh, okay. So I'm kind of interested. Yeah, somebody at work mentioned it to me, and I uh, was like, she actually went as Maleficent for Halloween last year. Mm. Um, but, but yeah, yeah I was like, I was like kind of curious. It's like I didn't think that movie did gangbusters, but apparently it did enough for them to go. Because I mean, let's be honest, uh, Angelina Jolie is probably not a cheap actress to get. Yeah. Um, so, of course, coming back for the sequel, guess what they do with sequels? They give you more money to come back and because we're so engraved now. Because I'll put it this way. If uh, Skarsgård did not come back for it, too, it would feel weird. Yes. Because you could totally see a different person in the makeup and stuff. And Unless all this it was other, one of his brothers. Unless it was one of his brothers or whatnot. <laughs> yeah, but even then, but I don't think any of the Scars Guards it, come cheap. It would be, it'd be weird. But no, not even, not even saying mm-hmm. they're cheap. I'm just saying, but that's why they give them more money to come back. I mean, that would have been like, okay, you do the first Captain America movie, and then Chris Evans like, no, I'm done. Like, yeah. that was it. I'm one and done. You're going to have to Batman this shit back in the 90s and get a new <laughs> fucking actor to play Batman. And then that's a big thing to do, too. And then because it just turns into James Bond. Yeah, so <laughs> or Doctor Who, um, but at least Doctor Who has a valid reason as to why they have oh, different well, actors. See, they were smart about it. See, Doctor Who just decided to go look. Mm-hmm. No one's going to want to play this guy for like so many seasons. That's true. And then we're going to have to. We want to keep people going because the viewership went up. So they go, oh, why don't we just invent this regeneration thing yeah, that he he's does? Like, he's and an alien. Can, they can just explain it and, away that way. And it was a smart idea. It was probably a great. I mean, if you if they came in and were like, oh, Captain America is a Time Lord, and yeah. every movie he's a different version of Captain America, we'd all fucking accept that at that point. Like, yeah, that probably. was canon in the comics and everything. They're like, oh, okay, this happens to Cap all the time. He gets murdered, comes back, boom, he's a different... <laughs> he's a Mex- different captain. He's a different captain um, kind of thing. But now yeah. he's Captain Planet. Wait. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I just hope if they do Captain Planet, they get Don Cheeto to do it. I don't know who to... Oh, never mind. I know so who I Don like, Cheeto is. damn, was. really? Take me a second. Um, this was interesting. So we've been uh, speaking of actually, this works out too. Going to uh, Russell Crowe, the last thing I saw him in that I really enjoyed was uh, the Mummy, uh, quote unquote, oh, reboot right. him as Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. And uh, I remember after everything kind of <laughs> fell through, uh, it looks like Bloomhouse uh, does have has the Invisible Man, and they're going to be doing. Uh, a new, uh, you know, movie with that. So basically, it was supposed to be the Dark Universe. Uh, back in January, the studio was that it would team up with Blumhouse to produce the properly reboots in classic monsters. So I think the Universal was like, "Oh, we saw what fucking um, what's his face did." Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Friday, the, not Friday the Thirteenth, Halloween. Yeah, where they were able to come back and treat it like a serious fucking movie. And they're like, they they knew how to do that. That was Blumhouse that actually did that as well. So they're probably like, Blumhouse knows their fucking horror movie. I mean, look, all they do is fucking horror movies. Okay. In fact, they even have the new the Annabelle trailer that comes out, and it's tied in with the Warrens and everything like that. Like, that looks great. I'm looking forward to Conjuring 3. So Blumhouse knows how to put together a fucking horror film. So, so quick question for you. Have you seen the original Invisible Man? So Yeah, he's like a fucking uh, nutcase, that guy, in the original okay. black and white one. So Okay, so the reason why I was asking is because they actually have a description of uh, the new movie. So the short version is, the film follows Cecilia Moss, who re- Cecilia, who is played by Elizabeth Moss, uh, who receives news of her abusive ex-boyfriend's suicide. She begins to rebuild her life for the better. However, her sense of reality is put into question when she begins to suspect her deceased lover is not actually dead. 
Oh, so so that actually sounds super so interesting to me, but I'm I haven't wonder- seen the original Invisible Man. So yeah, that's actually a different plot turn because basically this guy basically took a formula, like he drank mm-hmm. something and then became invisible, and then he just started like being chaotic. Like, um, in fact, actually, they re- when they rewrote the Invisible Man for. Uh, uh, Extraordinary Gentlemen's the actual comic book when they actually find him he's actually in like a girl's brothel or like sorority house just raping women oh shit yeah it was a fucking disturbing thing so when the when the movie actually came out they're like yeah we're gonna get rid of that part which is funny because it was uh, Brent uh, Spiner who played Data who's actually oh, the Invisible Man I didn't Man know in that, that. Yeah. interesting little fun fact but yeah no I actually like that idea because to me it's like you hear he died but knowing knowing the movie they'll do a twist where like hey look Here's an experimental drug that we're going to use. Um, basically, if you live, you're, you'll just spend the rest of your life in prison kind of thing. Like, give them an ultimatum. If you die, you're already going to die anyways, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, I wonder if they're kind of going to do almost like a Chucky take on it. Well, I wouldn't want that, where he becomes a doll. No, I mean, like, the ch- a Chucky take in that you don't know whether it's in her head or if he actually oh, is. Oh, no, I would like him to actually be the Invisible Man. because Well, no, that'd be weird, because if it's the abusive boyfriend... Which is interesting because originally attached to the Invisible Man was going to be Johnny Depp. Oh. <laughs> so now that they're going this route, I'm very curious. I'm like, then they're they're probably just doing single horror films. They're probably not going to do like a like a mashup, which would be fine. Um, but yeah, if you leave it if leave it at one and done, then I'm I will be fine with the Invisible Man getting killed. Yeah. But yeah, no, I I, I like that idea. I didn't know Blumhouse was uh, attached to it, so I was like, very cool. I think it's going to actually be like a series, as far as I can tell, but we'll see. So. I'm hoping that it's an actual series and not just a one and done. So if people don't know, in Hollywood, there is a uh, movie theater mm-hmm. called uh, the Hollywood uh, Arc Light uh, Cinema Dome. Um, but it looks like getting prepared for uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, they actually constructed Godzilla or put like a blow up or something like that of oh, him busting God. out of the, uh, the Arc Light. That is super cool looking. And then what's his face? Uh, Mike uh, Dorfity, uh, the director. Michael Doherty. Yeah, he, the director. I guess that was he. What he posted on Twitter. He goes Godzilla hashtag, you know, movie or whatnot. Um, of course, talking about Godzilla, which is comes at the end of this month, uh, May thirtieth. We're gonna probably try, or May thirty first. We're probably gonna try to see it May thirtieth. Uh, positive reviews uh, so Good. far for people who've seen early screenings and stuff like that. Um, this is uh, one movie that every fucking time the stupid trailer comes on, I fucking tear up. So to <laughs> me, I'm like, they're doing the movie right. Um, this is actually very interesting. I just found this today, and it really piqued my fucking attention. So I don't know if you remember the guy who pretty much created Dexter's Laboratory, um, did all the Samurai Jacks and everything like that. So after they did the new season or the final season of Samurai Jack, where they actually released it on Adult Swim, and it was a little bit more violent, a little bit more gratuitous, but it did work for that show because that show I felt was like, oh, it was a fantastic show, beautiful looking and everything like that. And he also did Home, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends as well, oh, which is also cool. kind of funny. But him doing the Samurai Jack, quote unquote, soft reboot kind of thing and finish up the story. Uh, they Adult Swim decided, hey, you want to do more stuff for us? So they're actually he's doing a show called Primal. And I saw the little bit of the trailer and I love the animation. And everything like that, but it's primal features a caveman at the dawn of evolution, a dinosaur on the brink of extinction, bonding by bonded by tragedy. This unlikely friendship becomes the hope for uh, hope of survival in a violent uh, primordial world. Uh, the trailer looks fantastic. 
it, it like the animation i'm just like holy crap and again you're sitting this going like they need to start getting his shit on the big screen like he does yeah. so much like in a, and what i love about his animation it changes in every fucking show like every yeah. show he does he does a brand new style of animation like this seems like it has a lot of uh, influence from obviously Samurai Jack, where I notice you see the leaves and it's like almost like painted, but it's like animated. It's like a weird because he did a lot like Samurai Jack. He did this great thing with animation where he basically removed all the lines. Oh, uh, so you know how every character like has usually a line around them. Jack does not, and none of the characters do, and they all look kind of like these weird, like kind of moving paintings is like the best way I could describe it. And there's really, like, even for his fingers, like, they they have lines, but the lines are, like, a darker color of his skin. So it just shows, like, when he, you know, if his hands are closed, you can see, like, oh, okay, there's his hands in tension. But, like, because, and this guy was known for, like, with Dexter's Laboratory, he was the one that kind of introduced everybody to, like, the thick outline of a character. Yeah. And then filling in, like, the normal stuff. So this guy, uh, I always feel bad because I can never say his fucking last name. Uh, Gendi uh, Tartokovishi or something like that. It's a fucking crazy Gendi ass. Gendi Tartakovsky. But yeah, as soon as I always see his last name, like I can recognize his last name and I just go, oh, this is going to be good. He also worked a lot. Oh, we also did like the shorts of, uh, what's it called? Um, he also did the shorts of uh, the Star Wars, the Clone Wars, because that was the same animation style of Samurai Jack. Oh. Uh, he also did the Hotel Transylvania films and co-wrote the third one. Uh, so he's done so much different stuff for Cartoon Network. So it's to me when I saw this, I was like, OK, I'm looking for this. So this comes out in the fall. It's not really horror related, related but it is kind of interesting. Uh, just I, I just saw it on Bloody Disgusting. So I was like, oh, we'll talk about this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm super stoked for that. That's I'm hopefully that's a show that might be a show that I do with Rick and Morty where I just buy the seasons. And then we, and then when the episode drops, just watch them. That's definitely one that I'm like, I'm probably going to check this out. In fact, actually now talking about this, I might have to go back onto Hulu and see <laughs> if uh, the any if the Samurai Jack stuff is on there because I'm like that is definitely due for a fucking rewatch. Yeah, um, that's some good shit. But this was interesting. So the Purge is smart. Uh, they're releasing another movie in yes. 2020. Uh, uh, it looks like this is going to be what their fifth film. Uh, the franchise's fifth installment is coming next year with Universal sitting July uh, 10th, 2020 date this week. Uh, it's untitled. We don't have any details, but it's worth noting that with four films and a TV series, it seems creator James DeMonaco has a site set on calling it a day in the near future, possibly even with the 2020 film. Uh, I think he said, I have the next installment in my head. I think I'm going to write it. I think it's a great way to end it all. We want to end it all, I think, in this one, and I'm very excited. When I came up with the idea and pitched it to everybody, they seemed psyched, and I think it will be a really cool ending how we take this one home. So, so that'd be good. Like so it looks like they will out. have a, a closer. This is actually interesting, though, what I also found out. So when I heard the Purge 5 was announced, I was like, awesome. But apparently they're going to be competing with uh, Ghostbusters 3 is releasing the same date. And Ghostbusters 3 came out with a trailer, a little teaser trailer at the beginning of this year, and they already had their date in plan. So I don't know if it's... Uh, um, like purposeful or just kind of happened that way? Yeah, or whatnot. So I don't know if they're if they're doing it because of the 2020 election that's coming mm -hmm. up and they want to play off of uh. that or what. But it's a, it's an interesting take where it's all like, because you have uh, Universal is a huge powerhouse and also Sony Pictures is a huge powerhouse. You have two of these, um, <clears throat> two of those, movies two of those, two of those franchises coming out 
at the same time. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll most likely see both of them. Um, most likely Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters is first. Yeah. Um, just because it's Ghostbusters. It's July. It comes out, and that's my birthday. Or well, not the day of my birthday, but the month of my birthday and everything like that. So I'm just, like, super pumped. Even um, if it wasn't coming out in July, I feel like we'd still see it first because Oh, yeah, no, we'll definitely see it first. Uh, actually, what also surprised me about Ghostbusters, apparently on one of the sites, it looks like a remaster uh, Ghostbusters the video game is going to be coming out for consoles, and I'm like, ooh, I might get that for uh, replay on uh, one of the consoles, so I thought that was going to be kind of interesting. I'm curious if it's actually going to be coming to Switch, um, because Nintendo did not get the same game as everyone else did, because the graphics were not as uh, up-to-date with the Wii when the uh, first game came out. So they actually had two versions of the Ghostbusters game. There was the realistic-style one, and then there was like a cartoon-style one. But the Wii one was very interesting, because you could play two players kind of thing. But uh, I did enjoy the first one. The first one's fucking creepy as well so it's like holy crap but figure talk about uh that stuff uh and whatnot but uh yeah so i think that's gonna wrap up pretty much all of our news um this week uh unless you have anything else you'd like to add um no i'm pretty much good i have nothing else unless you need me to vamp for a bit no i don't need you to vamp in fact i figure uh, i'm gonna annoy everybody for who listening to the song. So I don't, I've never played this game okay. and this came on my Spotify today and it's a game that I actually think about, I think about a lot like to just get, I might just buy it. And it's probably not even that much. It's probably like 20 bucks because it's like a download one or whatnot, but it's called undertale and it's a game RPG, an indie RPG that came out. I don't even know how long ago. Um, but it's basically this child falls into pretty much the underworld and then there's all these monsters and crazy characters and stuff like that that you have to either work with or defeat in order to get out of the thing. But the game is so interesting because even if you delete your game and restart it, everything you've already done still is in play. Oh. So it's like this weird, interesting thing. So there's multiple endings, all this kind of stuff. But two of the characters in this game, they're both skeleton characters. Um, one's, I think they're brothers or friends or something like that, but one's like kind of a slacker and then one's like this one who wants to be like, I want to be this royal guard or whatnot. So he feels like if I bring this child to, you know, the, whatever the king or queen of this underworld land or something like that, he'll get some recognition. But I guess throughout the game, you can either choose to fight these characters or win them over. Huh. Uh, like not have to fight them and befriend yeah. them almost the kind of thing. So it's a very interesting. Sort of like your charisma in Skyrim. Uh, not necessarily because you wouldn't have that many boss battles then. Like you wouldn't have to fight these people. Like you'd just be all like, oh, I don't want to fight you. I'm just going to be your friend. And then you could either win at that or you will have to either fight them. And then if you defeat them, it could change the story from there or something like that. Or if they Mm -hmm. join, you know, this whole kind of weird thing. So a song came up and I really dug it. I actually was going back and forth with it like all day. Like just, I just kept hitting repeat on it or whatnot. (laughs) So this song is called The Bone. Uh, JT Music. Uh, I guess the album's called Game On, but uh, I guess you guys will suffer from this uh, for the ending credits. So uh, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week. And until next time, Carpe Noctum. Sans? Sans, wake up! Well, what is it, dude? A human has fallen from the surface world! Really? And you got a bone to pick with him? No time for puns! Come on, that was a real rib tickler! Hey! Uh, enough! Alright, here we go again. Welcome to the underground! How was 
just watch it Outline and skeletons inside your closet This be real monster Now you should know You cut this story down to the bone this has been a fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. <sighs> Fucking Alf. <laughs>